Kia ora, you're with the house, I'm Johnny Blades. The Therapeutic Products Bill has passed its second reading, but not without some fiery debate. It's getting close to the election, so some of that heat is expected. But this government bill, which provides a new regulatory framework for therapeutic products, that's medicines, medical devices, natural health products and active pharmaceutical ingredients, is a useful example of how legislation gets modified through a rigorous select committee process and debate. And this bill is nothing but another example of the coalition of chaos. It's another back-down bill. Could you imagine, days after the the commentary comes back to the House, the Minister is already desperately putting up SOPs in defence and waving the white flag? Because the government knows they have got this wrong. National MP Matt Ducey is a member of the Health Select Committee, which examined the Therapeutic Products Bill, but was unable to reach agreement on whether to recommend that the bill be passed. That's partly because the 10-strong committee is evenly split between MPs from governing and non-governing parties. However, the committee recognised the depth of public concern over the bill and its proposed set of rules for regulating medicines and natural products, which was encapsulated in a petition presented to Parliament with over 5,000 signatures earlier this month. Now, the government member Sarah Pellet calls out, that's why we changed it. No, you changed it because Theresa Zane brought a petition of 6,500 signatures. She led a hikoi with Malcolm Mulholland from Patient Voice Aotearoa that turned up on this forecourt to protest against your bill. National was there. The Greens were there. ACT was there. Te Party Māori was there. Was Labour there? No, they weren't there because they knew they were wrong. And here they are now gloating. Oh, it's because of us those changes were made. If it was because of you, that would have not been in the bill in the first place. So the bill drew over 16,500 submissions in total. The vast majority of submitters were opposed to aspects of the bill. The Health Minister Ayesha Verrill acknowledged this during her second reading speech. Over 9,000 submissions focused on the inclusion of natural health products and called for their exclusion from the bill or that they be regulated in a risk proportionate way. I also acknowledge that more than 700 submitters who expressed expressed concerns about the bill's potential effect on rongoa Māori. When the Health Committee reported back to the House recently, the Government announced that small-scale NHP manufacturers would be excluded from the legislation as well as, as rongoa. The government intends to introduce a supplementary order paper to amend the bill during the uh, Committee of the Whole House debate. A number of NHP producers operate out of their homes and produce only a small quantity of goods. These are often sold locally, for example, at farmers' markets. I'm comfortable that the evidence available suggests these products don't pose a significant risk to public health. So the SOP will introduce changes so that small-scale Natural health products won't need to will be able to be exempted from a product authorisation or manufacturing licence from the new regulator, where their products are made and supplied in person to customers in New Zealand. So various amendments have been proposed to this legislation, 
and these will be ultimately sorted through at the next stage of this bill's passage, the Committee of the Whole House. Amidst the tribal warfare in the debating chamber during the second reading, the Green Party MP Ricardo Menendez-Marsh offered a positive take on things. And other speakers have talked about of how, how this bill has generated a huge amount of public discourse. I think in some ways, um, while I know the National Party was talking about the Labour Party flip-flopping, what I want to frame it as is actually government responding to overwhelming feedback. Some of it remains unresolved, but what it shows is the power of the grassroots. It shows the power that the public actually has at guiding the direction of government legislation. This is how the Green Party has worked on several pieces of legislation historically, where, where I think we forget that actually the people have the power to, to pressure government into moving into the right direction. The bill passed its second reading by 74 votes to 42, with the Green Party and Te Pāti Māori voting with the government. You've been listening to The House, a programme made possible with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk, Matewa.